Happy Thanksgiving, and welcome back to the North Carolina Sports Network. I'm Chris Edwards. Great to be with David Glenn, Mike Waddell, and the coach, Jimmy Collins. Thanks for your support of all of our shows all fall long. And we got the guys together for this show today to talk a little football and to talk about what we're thankful for. Everybody's got some observations on what we've seen so far this fall. And I'm curious to get everybody's take on what they think are the biggest storylines so far this fall. David Glenn, we'll start with you. As you think back on this football season, this fall season as a whole, what's the one thing that jumps out to you? Chris, well, happy Thanksgiving to everybody first. And we'll get to what I'm most thankful for as well as you guys a little bit later. But when I think of 2023 college football, I think of the transfer portal. And we're bringing our old North State tailgate and traveling sports circus to the ACC football championship game. And I just can't get out of my mind, guys, that Florida State, one of the two participants in that ACC title game, has in many of its lineups this year had 16 of their 22 starting players, meaning offense and defense, 11 and 11, 16 of the 22 are major college transfers. And if we looked at the history of college football, right, there's been some massive changes, right? I mean, guys used to not wear face guards and helmets. And, they're, you know, they had to legislate in the forward pass way, way, way back when. And then we've had, obviously, lots of rules changes and equipment changes and refereeing changes since then. This is one of the biggest changes in the history of college football. When the probable ACC champion has 16 out of 22 of their offensive defense starters, major college transfers, when their opponent in the ACC title game happens to be the other school that utilized the college football transfer portal, which is only a couple years old, remember, those two schools used it more than anybody. I don't think it's mere coincidence that they're playing each other in the ACC championship game. If you watch Louisville's quarterback, his guy guy's name is Jack Plummer. He played for Louisville coach Jeff Brom at Purdue, and then he was a starter for the Cal Bears out in Pac-12 country. So Louisville's his third school, and he reunites with Jeff Brom. Obviously, Jordan Travis, the starter for the Seminoles, is hurt right now, but it's easy to forget that he was originally a Louisville Cardinal who transferred to Florida State before the transfer portal blew up. And this, in most cases, immediate eligibility issue uh, came into play. When the Seminoles have had the ball this season, on many, 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 many possessions, 10 of their 11 offensive players were major college transfers. It's not mere coincidence that one of the transfer portal skeptics, Dabo Sweeney, who went the other way when it came to embracing the transfer portal. Guess what? He's had his worst season in more than a decade. The Tigers are only 7-4 and four as, we, as we speak today. And obviously, they've been cranking out 10-plus win seasons for a long, long time. I don't think that all the other aspects of building a college football program are passe, right? Even in the transfer portal, you have to be able to identify talent and evaluate that talent and decide whether it's a good fit for your system. All, and then you got to plug them in and coach them up. All those things are still relevant. But this whole microwave aspect where transfers in most cases don't have to sit out a year anymore. And remember, guys, unlike high school football, people are still, of course, signing the best high school prospects they can find. It's sometimes hard to evaluate high school players against other high school players. A lot of these best players at Florida State and Louisville were guys who were all-conference 
in the Big Ten or the Pac-12 or the SEC. Like, there's not a lot of doubt. If you were all conference in those leagues, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can help Florida State or Louisville. So it takes some of the difficulty out of talent evaluation, although it adds new difficulty. Uh, you better have like a coach portal. That's how – you know, whatever your last name is, it's now portal. Coach portal, please see what's out there. Get in touch with these guys quickly. And obviously, especially if you need a quarterback, you better find that guy in the portal because in today's day and age, if you don't plug the holes you see in your depth chart, you're going to end up losing your job or fighting for your job as these coaches who have done the best job in the transfer portal end up playing for championships. Yeah, it's kind of become the wild, wild west out there right now in terms of the portal and NIL and all the other things that are going on. Coach Jimmy Collins, what about you? What's your biggest observation from this fall? You, you know, Chris, and, and, and I'm going to I'm gonna jump in and, and follow what, what David has started because college football is now becoming more and more like the NFL. Uh, and, and I'll explain very quickly what I mean by that. Number one, we've changed – We've changed uh, how we handle the timing uh, of the game at this point in time as far as uh, the clock stoppage and that, which is very similar to the NFL. So we've moved a little bit closer that way. But with the transfer portal and the way that has totally changed the game, we're moving to, and I refer to this, David, uh, when I talk about the transfer portal, it's like free agency in pro football. So we now have free agency in college football, which, as you have already stated, has greatly changed the game. And just like pro football, quarterback, the position of quarterback is so critical to what success that you have in today's game because obviously you have to have a playmaker there whether he makes plays with a combination with his arm his his feet or both uh, so that that position is absolutely critical and then there, there's a lot of high school coaches out there now that complain about the portal and i compare the portal to uh again to to free agency and pro football but high school recruiting is just like the NFL draft at this point in time. So you can decide to build your roster. Obviously, Florida State built the roster on free agency, uh, where whereas lots of people out there are doing a combination of high school players and and through uh, and through the portal. So that number one thing has greatly changed our game. But as you look at our game, and I went through. Uh, just the other day, and I looked at the top 10, top 15, it's still the same characters. It's still the Ohio States, the Georgias, the Michigans, the Oklahomas, the Texases, et cetera, the Oregon. So, so the face of college football is really not changing that much. It's interesting. The more things change, the more th they, the things stay the same. Mike Waddell, you've got a big observation from this fall, I know. I go back to my Latin from high school. S.A. Quam Badiri, to be rather than to seem, the motto of the state of North Carolina. And I look at college football in 2023 as being a lot of people who seem like they were going to be pretty good. North Carolina, I look at USC, meaning Southern Cal, and I look at Colorado. Everybody was on the Colorado hype band really early in this season. But where is Colorado right now not going to a bowl game? Where is Southern Cal right now? They're in fifth place in the Pac-12. Where is North Carolina right now? Eight and three, but not hitting on all cylinders as they go into the big game with NC State this weekend. And then we go with the people who are, maybe who weren't early in the season. 
Appalachian State. We talked about Sean Clark and the Mountaineers not living up the potential and perhaps his job being on the line. But here they are playing for a big championship in the Sun Belt opportunity if they can get past Georgia Southern this weekend. We look at North Carolina State dead in the water a few weeks ago, losing, getting blown out by Duke. But now the Wolfpack riding a win streak into Saturday night's game against North Carolina at the Carter. Eight o'clock on the ACC Network ought to be a barn burner. And then you look at Gardner-Webb. We had Trey Lamb on the Old North State tailgate. We were talking to him about a near miss with their opening game of the season in Boone against Appalachian State. But the Mountaineers come back with a big fourth quarter and get the win there. But now Trey Lamb and the running Bulldogs have reeled off five straight wins, and they are into the FCS football championship playoffs this weekend against the Mercer Bears, three o'clock down in Georgia. What I like about this is it proves that if you stick to it and you have a good focal point, your program is rooted in the right things that you can overcome adversity. And those are the guys, those are the programs that are fun to watch, the ones who aren't all hype, but actually deliver and come through in the end. And that made this football season for me really exciting to be a part of. And for me, I want to look at one singular play during the football season. When you think about football, it's a long season, right? But for one team, you can point to one singular play that changed the trajectory of their season. Take you back to late September, Wallace Wade Stadium, Duke and Notre Dame. The Blue Devils had Notre Dame on the ropes. Fourth and 16. All they had to do, guys, get one stop. They win the game. College game day was there. Massive celebration in Durham. You're talking about a Duke team that's still in the hunt for an ACC title. What happens? Well, they don't stop Notre Dame. The Irish score a touchdown. Riley Leonard gets hurt. The whole trajectory of Duke's season changes on that one play, fourth and 16. Hard to believe when you think about it, how quickly things can change. All right. It is Thanksgiving week. We are thankful for a lot of things here on the North Carolina Sports Network. Mike Waddell, we'll start with you. What's the biggest thing you are thankful for this Thanksgiving season? Professionally, I'm thankful for you three guys and for our sponsors, uh, most of all the North Carolina Port Council, without whom we wouldn't be here right now. And being able to start a brand new endeavor like the North Carolina Sports Network to really have no script in front of David and I when we were talking back in the spring, just meeting up in his house and uh, hanging out with his dog, Ollie, and planning out what this could be and what it still may become. And that's the exciting thing. I'm very thankful for that opportunity, but also to have the support. I mean, this is cliche, but it really is the same. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for a lot of people who give me the opportunity and the freedom to come through and to follow this dream. This is something that I personally did right out of college, coming to the Tar Heel Sports Network out of Guilford. I did it until 2001 and then part-time to 2006, but I've not been a broadcaster in a long time. And yes, it shows sometimes, but I'm just like a, a, a crazy fan out here, excited to be involved. And I get to hang out with David Glenn, a two-time sportscaster of the year, a future 20-time sportscaster of the year, and Chris Edwards, who is just beginning his career, and Jim Collins, who is like my encyclopedia of football that I get to tap into every week on Wild Dogs and Hogs. So I'm excited uh, about the, the future, but very thankful for all of you and for all of the folks who subscribe and consume our content every week here on the North Carolina Sports Network. Coach Jimmy Collins, what about you? You, you know, I, I I've thought about this for uh, for a, a large amount of time. This I think this is the third time that I've stepped away from coaching. 
and, and I've always been lured back into it. Uh, and, and I'm thankful for that long career and the opportunity that I've had to, to, to work at some great universities and with great people. Uh, I, I have missed parts of that this, this fall, but I think my association with you guys and this, and this network has helped me make the transition. So I'm very thankful for the opportunity that you gave me to, to stay involved in football because otherwise I, 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 I don't know what I would have done with part of my time. Uh, now, let me add this now. I'm also thankful that I'm not spending 10 to, 10 to 12 hours a day in a dark <laughs> room watching video. Uh, so I've got a pretty good little lifestyle right now that I get up, I work out, and then I play golf in the afternoon and I do a show with Mike Waddell uh, once a week. So that's a pretty good life. So I'm thankful for you guys. Appreciate you having me on all these times. And before we give David Glenn the final word, I'll go ahead and add my thanks to you guys as well. And my thanks to all of the relationships. That's what I'm thankful for, the relationships that we're able to cultivate doing this on a every day, every week, yearly basis. Uh, I've been well documented some of the struggles that uh, I have had in the summer. So thanks to you guys for taking a chance on a guy. And thanks to so many people who continue to take a chance on Chris Edwards uh, means more than you know, especially right now. Uh, DG, we'll give you the last word. What are you thankful for this season? Well, I echo what you guys are saying here. I've been at this sports media stuff, believe it or not, for 37 years now. And I try to remember and try to say out loud all the time that I can't believe and I am thankful for the idea that there is a job where you're paid to write and talk about sports like that. That's a miracle to me. And it's kind of a miracle but that I've been uh, living for a long time now. But more specifically, I also am thankful for you guys. I mean, really, uh, the TV work I've done was backed by a multimillion dollar company. The radio work that I've done, most of it backed by enormous corporations and multimillion dollar companies. What Mike Waddell and I decided to do this summer with the North Carolina Sports Network and including talented and knowledgeable people like Coach Collins and you, Chris, who's been a, just a fantastic point guard for us uh, all season. It's a different animal. It's just harder. It's trickier. It's more complicated. It's more complex. Uh, and I say that after 25 years of being in more of a corporate environment, there's a grassroots aspect of it that's fun. And there's a grassroots aspect of it that is scary as hell. It just is. And I can promise everybody out there that to echo what Mike said earlier, he's not exaggerating when he says we would not exist but for the North Carolina Port Council. We would not exist but for the other sponsors that you see on a rotating carousel at our website, ncsportsnetwork.com. We wouldn't exist in the way I want to, us to exist without the coaching expertise of Jimmy Collins or the, the quarterback style uh, setup skills of Chris Edwards. Uh, and, and I always like to add, and I know you guys do too, even beyond that economic model, the reality is if people don't read our articles, watch our videos, listen to our podcasts, in a different way, we also don't exist. So the fact that we have had if you add it all up, social media, podcast, we've had hundreds of thousands of people respond to us in a span of three or four months. And that in today's media environment is borderline miraculous. Um, so I'm thankful for all of the above. I'm also thankful for the legend of the late Jimmy Buffett. I wanted to wear this today in his honor. 
since he passed away earlier this season. Um, but man, when I see you guys' faces, it just it makes me happy because you're helping me continue to live an amazing sports media dream. And somewhere behind this curtain, the lovely and talented Maria, my wife, as one more person that I need to be thankful for, because without her, in a, in a very different way, uh, this also would not be possible. So uh, I, I appreciate your words, all three of you guys, and I appreciate you letting me add mine. Guys, always great to be with you. Thanks to everybody who watches us each and every week. And keep coming back to ncsportsnetwork.com for all of our great content. For David Glenn, for the coach Jimmy Collins, for Mike Waddell, I'm Chris Edwards. So long for now on the North Carolina Sports Network.